0: and welcome to this game where with me Ashley and me Chris hello everyone hey you're okay how are you Ashley very good thank you very well practiced that one it was wasn't it yeah it's rolled out like a red carpet for the dead queen unlike <laughs> that line that that was <laughs> didn't didn't pre-plan that one strangely enough <laughs> just came out
1: <laughs> yep. well, we and see what side of the uh the monarchy argument you for them um.
0: that would have been uh, a funny
1: old one wouldn't it if uh Nah, never mind. Don't mind. Never mind. Never mind. Yeah, hey, it's, keep uh, keep them in. It's uh, it's episode one hundred and forty. What do we usually do on uh, multiples of ten?
0: <sighs> Not what we're doing today. Normally, yep. change yeah. In plan. Yeah, for I mean, you're the one that's landed on the, us in this mess, though. Come on, I mean, you say mess.
1: So I, I made the decision that uh, because it's Sonic and Mario month, that takes precedence over our multiples of ten. So uh, there you go.
0: You've you've. I was referring to the initial like the genesis of the of the problem which is that you've uh you've punted for so many formats so many <laughs> little mini formats inside the podcast that they're running into each other now colliding and exploding under the pressure
1: yeah yeah but it's okay it's it's our podcast it's half mine I can do what i want to half it do what I want.
0: we're not going to be doing a new game or a game that's new to us, anyway, today. No,
1: not today. But we will do for episode one hundred and fifty.
0: I know for a fact that we're both fairly familiar with this particular game, so it's almost the complete opposite end of the spectrum to what Hooray. it's supposed to be. Yeah. So, apologies for that, but this is where we are. I, shall I <laughs> tell you what it is?
1: With grim determination, this is where we are.
0: <laughs> I mean, it is. I won't tell you what it is, but it, it yeah. Well, I know it's I just- will tell. It's your game. It's a Sonic game. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's a Sonic game. That's what I was going to say. Yeah, well, Again, it is a Sonic grim, game. Grim determination. Yeah. <laughs> <sighs> this this week, we are playing this game where fans of a series, Sonic, pulled together, forced a large corporation's hand, and landed themselves a development contract, then went on to make possibly the best entry in the series in 25 years. At the time, the series was 25 years old. Just pointing that out. Sounds like a plot of a story, rags to riches, taking on the, the the man and winning. It should be. It should be. I think it maybe should be and probably will be at, at this rate. Well, it's Sonic Mania in it. It is Sonic Mania. Sonic yeah. Mania was made for the twenty fifth, or was made in in line with the twenty fifth anniversary, as like part part of a celebration. What else released in uh, the same year as Sonic Mania? Do you know? Oh,
1: it was. Uh, was it Sonic Forces? Came out the same year. I think it was, yeah. I've forgotten. <laughs> I'm an idiot. <laughs> that much of an impact. Sonic Forces was the one where it was another three D Sonic game and that was the one that had the um the thing where you could create your own sonic character. So you could you could add in bits and bobs to, to make your own sonic character and then you could either play as that I think you play as that character, but it popped up in cutscenes and uh, things like that.
0: Yeah. So I mean, when you put it like that, it kind of makes sense that they would release that for the 25th anniversary, like, oh, you can get yourself into the Sonic universe, you can be a character in the Sonic universe, kind of falls in line with the sort of thing that someone, like a company, might do to celebrate the 25th anniversary of their games series. Um, turned out, though, that people didn't generally fall in love with Sonic Forces, did they? It was a bit bit ploppy, if I remember rightly. yeah. <laughs> yep um on the other hand, Sonic mania did very very well and kind of took the wind out of or of the sails of Sonic forces. Sonic forces came out in November of 2017. Um, Sonic mania came out in August so it was like almost on top of one another and mania was was uh, greeted with pretty much universal acclaim. Sonic forces
1: uh yeah what you've said is basically the uh consensus the critical consensus sonic mania was was fan service squared wasn't it just like ev- every single thing it could do to please the fans of those mega drive originals it, it did
0: yeah and that makes a lot of sense given that it was being made by the fans mm. this this has so <sighs> i find it both interesting and completely boring this whole uh <laughs> scenario so that might come across, and I'll warn you now. Both
1: ends of the same spectrum, interesting yeah. and boring simultaneously. Yeah. That's great.
0: Yeah, because it is. It, it is interesting. It's interesting that after 25 years, well, I say 25 years. Maybe that's being a bit mean, but after a number of years in the wilderness and struggling, the franchise Sonic the Hedgehog was for all that time in the hands of the prof- the professionals, and alongside that, there were these streams, these um, these fan fan projects that kept cropping up and i mean to the credit for the most part but not always to the credit of sega they didn't necessarily do a nintendo and cease and desist the ass end off uh, off all of these fan projects but they would crop up and then they would die and they'd crop up again and then they'd die and they were all trying to do different things sonic mania is basically the culmination of all of that effort from the fan projects because the game was made by a number of high profile devs Yeah, I mean, I can call them that. That's fine. I don't know why I hesitated. Sorry, everybody. Um, Yeah, it was made by a a number of devs that all came out of this uh, fan project scene. And we're going to talk about that. And like I said, it's both interesting and boring at the same time. And I'm going to do a fairly brief overview of of a
1: portion of it rather than going into the details because it is, like I say, bit long-winded well i was going to make the observation that it it feels like or felt like at the time after 25 years let's say or however long it was between sonic and knuckles and this one that after trying lots of different things you're doing in 3d and all these different games that sega finally go all right then this is what you want you you want the same thing again here you go like yeah and it, and it, it kind and it of feels like we talked last week about shigeru miyamoto being conservative with a small c and trying mm. to stick to what is tried and tested as what worked and it felt like sega after trying 3d and trying to put lots of sonic's other friends and and uh the other characters a bit more to the forward that they they took it right back to what it was at its pinnacle back in 1994
0: yeah it kind of is that but i'm not necessarily sure that it was the choice of uh sega themselves it, in it, fact i'm fairly certain it like- was
1: not Yeah, it feels just like a a sigh of resignation, just like, fine, this is what you want, this is what you're going to get. Sort of. The name Christian Whitehead, do you know Christian Whitehead? He's the the, the, the head honcho behind Sonic Mania, and he was... Kind of, yeah, one of. He was the guy who was big on the Sonic remake scene, or the the Sonic, like the fan versions, the fan remakes of different Sonic games, if I remember rightly.
0: Sort of, yeah. He worked on a project called Retro Sonic. And the idea behind that was to build the original game from the ground up so that it felt like it should. And in order to do that, he built an entire game engine called Retro Engine. And that was designed largely around being able to replicate the the physics of the original Mega Drive Sonic games. Um, His his sort of raison d'etre was... I, I want to say accurate recreation, but actually it wasn't necessarily rebuilding exactly what was there. It was more about feel. Mm-hmm. It was about making sure that it felt like the original games. So he was, he was the person that sort of spearheaded, um, or one of the people that spearheaded Sonic Mania. Um, his background was, as I said, in, in this retro, uh, with this retro Sonic fan project, but, um, He also, actually, prior to Sonic Mania coming out, he worked on a number of iOS ports. Okay. And I say ports in a loose way because he actually, again, built them from the ground up. He worked on the iOS version. Go on.
1: Are these the, the iOS ports of Sonic 1 and 2 and CD? yes that's right yes yeah i did know that because they they added in they added in like sonic 2 for example it was the first time i think we talked about it back in our sonic 2 episode the the version on ios was the first time that the hidden palace zone which was in sonic 2 during development then got cut and people only knew knew about it because of screenshots that were in previews and things like that the ios version was then the first time it got added back in and that's because of christian whitehead's deep deep knowledge of sonic uh, history
0: yeah I mean that's what comes across uh reading about Sonic Mania in general and actually that situation that you've talked about with the idea of cut content then resurfacing is actually something that was going on with Sonic Mania as well so a lot of the uh, well I say a lot a number of the stages were actually based on stages that came from um cut content of of the original games
1: ah well so the the new the new stages that were in Sonic Mania you mean oh, yeah some of them know that. not all of
0: them but some right. of them I wish I'd written down the the list there but I um I didn't so apologies maybe we can have a look at the set in the in the in the interim
1: the new ones the there's, there's Press Garden which is very similar to Marble yep. Garden from Sonic 3 which but based around a, a newspaper printing press that's that's in this mm. garden which is a very strange concept there's Studiopolis which is very Casino Nights Sonic 2 yep. Carnival Nights from Sonic 3 but it's themed around a TV studio instead that's that's got some really cool mechanics in it there's one that's a Wild West titan yeah Mirage, that, that. something Marcia i can't Loon. remember what
0: its name is but yeah that one in particular i think that one is one of the ones that comes from content um from sonic 3 possibly but i right. can't, I can't okay. remember um i didn't i didn't give too much time over to the ins and outs and the intricacies of that because of because all, all the other bits and bobs yeah possibly <laughs> um all the other bits and bobs that we had to get through. So, um, yeah, Christian Wyhead. So, he worked on Sonic CD first, but actually, you know that, but you may well not know that um, the way that he did that was by pressurizing Sonic, uh, Sega into letting him work on it. All right. Um, they He had basically built, I, from what I gather, he had built a version of Sonic CD using Retro Engine, this, this game engine that he had created from the ground up himself. He built a version of Sonic CD and sent a very direct message to Sonic, uh, to Sega saying, maybe you should let me uh, build Sonic CD for the iOS. And they basically, they ignored him. I was going to say basically ignored him, but actually they fully <laughs> ignored him. They just didn't do anything. And then, only a, a month later or so, they put out some kind of weird press release asking fans what they wanted to see on ios from sonic very weird scenario because he just done this and then they've just they've done that christian whitehead then took advantage of that by getting the um the community around that built up around his fan projects and the sonic fan project scene uh in general to bombard sega with we want to see chris's thing we want to see right. christian's sonic cd we want to see that please and actually they took notice and they um they hired him and that's how he ended up being the the uh, creator for sonic cd on ios democracy in yeah i suppose so um or dictatorship one of the two i'm not really sure wasn't Difference. involved <laughs> yeah democracy di- dictatorial democracy i don't know um <laughs> Yeah, so off the back of that, he then was able to make Sonic 1 and 2, and actually those ports of those three games were pretty well regarded, generally. Like, they were very well received. He worked, I think, on some of these, maybe 1 and 2. He worked with someone called Simon Tomley, who's also known as Stealth in this community. Simon's background was, I think, with Sonic Megamix project, which I think was like a Greatest Hits uh, fan project, where they they sort of... The goal was to make a a remixed version of Sonic, if that makes sense. Ah, Well, that's what Mania ended up being, really. Yeah, he also did... Yeah, it kind of was. He also did a port of Sonic to the Game Boy Advance. Sonic the Hedgehog, the original Sonic the Hedgehog to the Game Boy Advance. An unofficial fan port. Right, And the reason that he did that, apparently, was because they actually made and i didn't know about this one we played sonic advance a couple of weeks ago and it's pretty good yeah. sonic advance 2 and 3 supposed to be even better and, it, and i remember them being very good they also apparently ported sonic the hedgehog the original one to the game boy advance but did such shocking job that tom lee stepped in and did a fan <laughs> a fan version that shat all over the <laughs> the uh professional port. um so that was him. He worked, I think, as I said, on Sonic 1 and 2 with uh, Whitehead. They then came together as part of a, a slightly larger team to, to make Sonic Mania together. The, the slightly larger uh, element of that was a company called Pagoda West. And Pagoda West consisted, among other people, I believe, of Tom Fry and Jared Castle, who had worked on Sonic the Hedgehog 2 HD, another fan project. This is three segments, three quite important large segments of the fan scene all coming together to make something actually official
1: just just the form of Sonic Mania. Have they been asked to make Sonic Mania at this point? Or or were they deciding to go off and do their own thing and then they managed to convince Sega that it was worthy?
0: So they'd got through Christian's... uh, Efforts they did the to get ones. a foot in the door with the ports, right? But they hadn't made anything original at this point. Yeah, what they did was uh, fly to Japan and pitch a game called Sonic Discovery to Takashi Iizuka. And Takashi Iizuka, who is the
1: or was the you love knowing who people are, don't you? <laughs> I think, I Fair less. You, you you've said that fact. It, it, for all I know, it could be just uh, someone working down the fish market. He is
0: the janitor for the second floor of Sega. Corp. <laughs>
1: exactly. That's my is point. that right? Is that fair?
0: <laughs> do, do you feel better knowing that?
1: And then he goes, "All right, lads, I'll, just leave it with me. I'll, uh, I'll go and speak to the boss."
0: He, since two thousand and eight, he was vice president of product development for Thank Sonic you. the Hedgehog. That wasn't at too, Sega. Okay. Too bad, was it? It's fine. You, you hold me to account, and, and that's necessary sometimes. Thank you. So they went and pitched to Azuka. Azuka all, by all accounts, Izuka kind of didn't seem that engaged, that focused, that interested. Left for dinner, came back, and just wrote on the board, Sonic Mania. Right. So it was Azuka's idea to call it Sonic Mania. I don't know where it came from, but it was a culmination. It was a it was an effort of these three entities that all came together to crystallize the idea, the approach that they ended up taking.
1: Which is the clarity you said? Interest boring. I found that quite interesting, and I'm assuming that Sonic Mania, the title that became Sonic Mania, that was what they had pitched, but in their uh, eyes, it was called Sonic Discovery. Yes, right
0: to an extent. Uh, The original, apparently, this is quite cool, uh, the original premise, the original idea behind what they were going to do with Sonic Sonic Discovery, the original storyline, involved Dr. Robotnik, or Eggman, as he was at this point, um, uh, worldwide. Uh, It involved Eggman being depressed after the events of Sonic 3. God. um, And, I know, (laughs) Uh, he was depressed after the events of Sonic 3, presumably because he'd failed one too many times and it was getting to him and um in in his absence a bunch of his robots rose up to take his place and to sort of carry the mantle of Eggman and to take on Sonic and to dr- drive him into the ground
1: the egg mantle if you will
0: the egg mantle thank you I love it when you <laughs> I love it when you your brain just latches onto something you stop <laughs> listening immediately <laughs> until you've been allowed to deliver only, your line
1: you'd only said like six words after i thought that, so it wasn't yeah,
0: too bad that's last week there was a moment i can't remember what it was but there was a moment where it was like a minute, a was minute it was about the gay boy have been, been listening legs. for a minute yes it was yeah and i said that i said that <laughs> and you then went whoop Maybe it's because it didn't have its legs. It's
1: because I was waiting. I was, yeah, I was, that's what I just said. I was trying to wait really politely for you to finish so I could so I could take my turn. Like a good I'm not boy. sure
0: that waiting politely involves stopping listening at the same time. I'm not sure that's I, all that polite, but I, I can we, we can have that conversation off mic, can't we? Huh? Sorry? I to do one thing at a time. Mm, yeah. Holding on to your jokes is uh, the most important one.
1: Um, anyway,
0: this set of robots were called the hard-boiled heavies does that
1: that's what they're calling sonic mania that the, the, the exact guys you fight against
0: some of the things that they came up with for this uh eggman depression thing actually survived into the existing product so oh, really it wasn't all yeah like the hard-boiled heavies the oh, hard-boiled oh, heavies I meant were
1: the, i think the eggman
0: depression they, thing no no they were the robots that rose yes. up to take to take it to To take the battle to uh, Sonic in in lieu of Eggman being able to do it, um, they survived into the end product. Um, the game itself. So why why are we talking about it? There's a couple of. I mean, it's not the sort of game that I would necessarily glom onto n- naturally, and actually, that's that holds true even now because the way that I ended up getting this game. Um, I think it was actually on August the 15th, 2017, which is the exact day, is the, is the day of release. Um, Hannah had had a bad day at work and she came home. She was a bit unhappy and in an attempt, however good or bad, she'd be able to tell you, I'm sure, however good or bad, I tried to cheer her up and I tried to cheer her up, I think not definite about this, but by having like a a kid's dinner. You know how you made us, it's your fault we have kids dinner, like waffles and that.
1: Yeah.
0: I'd avoided waffles for about 20 years and then you made us have waffles and I was like, yeah, waffles.
1: Waffles are all right.
0: Yeah. Do you want to tell people how you eat your waffles?
1: What, food in the hole? Is that what you call it? I can't remember that you had a name for it. Well, a a kid's dinner, just for clarity, a kid's dinner is like waffles, beans, maybe you might substitute your waffles for Potato faces or, or something like that, but it's, it's something potato. Alpha based anyway. Betty ones, yeah. yeah. Alpha ones are pretty good as well. And maybe like for your for your storage, you might have like a, some cheap sausages or some chicken nugs or something like that. But but food in the hole? No, I can't. I can't claim turkey dinosaurs. Yeah, that sort of thing. Yeah, I, I can't yep. claim um, food in the hole as uh, one of our listeners, uh, Nick, uh, told me about this when I worked with him a long time ago. Oh, uh, food, food right. in the hole is where you get your waffles and you stack them up so that all the holes all. Line up, and then you you drizzle the beans over the top, so all the the beans and the juice all dribbles down perfectly through these holes. My mouth is genuinely watering talking about it.
0: <laughs> of course it is. You're a classy man. Very. Classy I, I man. am. I? <laughs> so that's that's uh, a kids' dinner. I think we had something along the lines of a kids' dinner. I nipped to Sainsbury's of all the places uh, to grab a copy of Crash Bandicoot and Sane trilogy, which had just come out. Uh, the I think the June of 2017, and we hadn't got yet. Uh, and I also bought Hannah a red PlayStation 4 controller. Um, downloaded Sonic Mania, and we had a day an evening of playing games that Hannah had enjoyed from her childhood. That Hannah's like dad a, had had a evening. Mega Drive. Yeah, thank you. I don't know if it. I don't know if it was successful, and I don't imagine or expect Hannah will remember um, if it was successful or not. But Hannah's dad had a Mega Drive, so Sonic was like a childhood thing for Hannah. Um, and then I think her brother had had a PlayStation, and she remembered playing Crash Bandicoot. It Was quite interesting in that, so it was it, it was a it was an attempt, if nothing else.
1: I remember the game coming out. I was on holiday in Spain at the, at, on August fifteenth. It must have been from what you've just said, and I remember spending each evening scouring kind of not not the reviews but kind of the the fan page kind of what what things have been turned over and really salivating at the idea mm. of sonic mania like, like the one i remember in particular is when someone discovered the and knuckles mode which i didn't realize was it was a meme at all so um for anyone who else wasn't sure that the, the 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 game sonic and knuckles then became a meme for you can have whatever you want and knuckles and the and knuckles what, like mode. an ice
0: cream sundae and knuckles
1: i believe so i'm, I'm not really oh. across the uh, the sonic meme fandom of which which is quite that's quite funny big. because
0: you are completely across the sonic for oh I, i'm
1: community. i'm, all, I'm aware like, you're you're four. like a leading light in that well let's not go too far from what i understand four terrified me anyway and the the and knuckles thing was that you could play as knuckles and knuckles so rather than when you're playing as Sonic and Tails following him, you play as Knuckles and Knuckles follows him, uh, with hilarious right. consequences. And the I, I just remember each evening just reading these things. And and that the point was, or the 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 sad point I guess was that at this point I'm reading these reviews, salivating over how good cool this game sounds. I didn't have any means to play it. I didn't have a Switch at this point. I didn't have a an Xbox mm. um what had it been at that point Xbox One, PS4 or whatever. Because it came out, out on every everything going at the time. Um, yeah. so it wasn't till Uh, summer 2018 when it re-released or released on the switch that would have been re-released actually on the switch as sonic mania plus that's when i got my hands on it and was able to catch up on what i mean going down
0: yeah sonic plus was sonic mania plus was a that's how they put it out as a physical uh set i believe and it included the dlc so there was sonic mania and then Sonic Mania Plus was the DLC, and and when they released that DLC, I believe they packaged it all together right. as Sonic Mania Plus and released it physically.
1: So I don't, I don't know if you can see because we're having a bit of problems with the, the video at the moment, but I've got the. Uh, oh, the, yeah, the, is the that box the reverse cover? So the the version on the Switch has this really nice nice cover where it's got the. The, the switch box art on one side and then it you can take it out of the, the switch case and flip it around and it's it's actual like a mega drive cover with the mega drive logo it says Sega at the bottom and all that which is pretty cool yeah. to have that on a for for a switch game and it just just was like a like, like the good old days in the mega drive and it came the version i got came with that and then a little art booklet up and uh yeah like look, look on the back it says it again you kind of get the idea of the fans that made this game there's a box that says push blast processing to the next level with high definition graphics so it's got that tongue mm. in cheek reference Rockin' digital quality soundtrack it says "Rockin'" with an apostrophe graphics so crisp you'll think it's 1999
0: <laughs> yeah i i yeah i think that's was, appropriate
1: was that boring or was that interesting we keep no, no, between good. the two the, um
0: <laughs> the that That does speak to what the game's like anyway. There there are just such deep, or at least in my view, from my perspective, very deep level layers of uh, Easter egg in this game that I wouldn't... I'd see them and they wouldn't even register. There's one that that springs to mind. The word cope turns up in the background on a sign in one of the levels. And that is a reference to the word cope just being written on the back of...
1: One of the levels in I think Sonic three? Was it Sonic One? Oh, it Sonic it, 1? Maybe. I can hmm. You'll I, know I,
0: better than I do.
1: I, I I think when I played through the game I did read through a, a list on somewhere on the internet of all the references that are in each each, each act of each stage and there are They're enormous. A, a and lot. this is why I said
0: Um It's both interesting and boring because I, mean, I started down that rabbit hole and went
1: nope, nope, nope nope, nope. There, there was one time back out one that springs to mind where there's a, at some point there's a, a sound effect that plays and it was there was some presentation that sega did in like 98 or 99 for the for the dreamcast i think it was and they were trying to show something off related to sonic and the it all went wrong you know like you're you've got your the screens upon a projector it just doesn't connect to the computer and it was as part of this um this big launch this thing and the computer just played this sound effect and it just didn't work and then that sound effect was taken and put into sonic manor in some capacity so that's the kind of level of of deep fandom deep references that, that, that this game's going for
0: yeah so the game made its way into our household actually through hannah and um isn't my like it's not i wouldn't have been buying it for myself at all wasn't interested at all as you can probably gather from the various conversations that we've had both on mic on this podcast and off mic in our general uh in our relationship in our mm. in our friendship because it's been an ongoing conversation um and i wasn't interested and actually then sitting down with hannah and playing it made me more interested and then made me a little bit more interested. And actually, at one point, I believe Hannah stopped playing it and I carried on playing it. So there was something in that. At the same time, I'm going to temper that with the fact that I'm still not sure that I actively enjoy Sonic Mania. Right. I just think that it might be the best version of Sonic. The most, the most well-realized version of Sonic and the one that comes closest to doing what Sonic has always purported to do. While still suffering from some of the issues that it's
1: always suffered from. And that's the thing that sticks in your craw is that it's the best version of Sonic, but Sonic as a thing just isn't your thing. It's certainly
0: not my cup of tea, I don't think, in general. I'm hoping that coming back to Sonic Mania, maybe... I don't think that the things that I particularly enjoyed about Sonic Mania are fresh enough in my head to be able to make a case for it. But I do remember Sonic Mania being like quite refreshingly, ah, yeah, I'm kind of enjoying it for some reason. <laughs> I think one of the things that I I remember liking was the uh, the structure. So the structure follows the gen the normal structure of Sonic, in so much as you've got uh, zones, and each of those zones has multiple acts. And for the most part, in Sonic Mania, the first act in a zone will cleave quite uh, quite closely to its roots to to the way things were in the past but then the second act will introduce some new elements and will sort of remix or riff on some of the things that it was doing and introduce other things as well but and what i it think will do... it was more those second acts that i particularly liked and,
1: and that impressed me but what it will do is it will have something like in act one of green hill zone in sonic Mania, because of course it's got green hill zone <laughs> is it'll have elements from act one and act two of green hill zone from sonic one and mm. then act two i think green hill zone in, the, in sonic mania i think you go kind of underground and you can see like it's like a cave system un- underneath green hill zone i think so mm. it's kind of it, it's adding that th- those bits to it and, and like you said um a few minutes well quite a while ago it's all the idea of like the, the cut content and kind of things that maybe they could have done at the time had the technology been available or the, yeah. or the resources been available um and uh, and like you said it that's the thing i like about it is that that it's like a re it's like a best of which we said about sonic advance a couple of weeks ago this, this is mm. this is a best of, and that's what the game is. That's it, what that's isn't what it's being it, isn't built it? on. But then it's also got that remix element as well.
0: Yeah, yeah. I think yeah. Okay, yeah. We're, those two things together. Actually, you are right. It is both a, a best of and a refresh, a refresh, a, yeah. a remix. Um, and it does introduce things that that make it feel more modern, and it at the same time as embracing what it's always been um so yeah i think that's why it was compelling to me in the first place and i think that's what we're going to find out uh that's what we're going to find this this evening playing it
1: brilliant well i'm really really excited to play this i'm gonna play on switch what version are you going to be playing uh, i've <laughs> i've bought it for a few pounds on steam so Have i'll you? be playing it there yeah nice it is the... available
0: bit premature but it is available at the moment on steam for a few pounds you've got the plus version then no Okay, I'm. I'm not made of money.
1: <laughs> well, What a blast that was a sonic blast if you will yay it's not the game we played no but it's a it's it's a reference for the fans just like sonic mania chock full of them yeah
0: absolutely crammed isn't it yeah how are you the question i have if you're going fast how are you even noticing all these things that's
1: what i want to know there were there was sort of zipping past, him by the time I registered and thought, "Oh, that's a reference to that," then it was it was long gone. So um, I didn't
0: mean you in particular. Oh. I just meant in general. Like if you're playing this game so quickly, I don't know. You might as well save yourself the effort and not put any in.
1: I, I, I guess, but that's maybe not what <laughs> Pagoda Pagoda West were, were aiming for.
0: Could have could have saved. A, I mean, it was Pagoda West Christy, Christian Whitehead and headcanon, a.k.a. Oh. Uh, Simon Tomley, and and company. Well, uh, they, those three entities. Don't they, want to discredit anybody. They
1: could have done that, but that that, that wasn't really their, their oeuvre. I mean, right, my tongue firmly de- in
0: my cheek, but it seems to be going over your head, but that's fine.
1: Okay, cool. Yeah.
0: All right. Yep. Um, it's a Sonic game, right? It's a Sonic game. Yeah. Oh, it's a Sonic game. Yeah. Oh, oh, oh.
1: Sonic You were enjoying it.
0: uh, Yeah, I was, and I said so much I said as much to you. I think I was enjoying it at times, but not in general, if that makes sense. I I think that the there are still the drawbacks that it's Sonic and I don't really find that a, a particularly compelling offer. But at the same time, if you're gonna sit me down in front of a Sonic, then it's probably a good idea to put me in front of this one mm. because there are bits that make it fun
1: the thing that you said and then i i tried i had a bit of a test of it and you're absolutely right is that the, the thing that we kept coming back to with, with sonic one and sonic two on the mega drive was that it's it's go fast go fast go fast and then suddenly you're you in some spikes Whoa. or or there's a wall or you got some precision platforming to do and Ashley commented that through uh, in whichever zone it was, he was just he was just zipping through and it was it was It was, was all as speed them as far as I could. Right. So, so I so then tried doing that as well. And, and you're and he's right. It, it is it's a Sonic game that plays how a Sonic game should and how a Sonic game was built as being. That there is no certainly in the zones that I played, and I didn't play through quite all of them, played through um a good two thirds of them though, there weren't any precision platforming areas at all. It was speed, which is great.
0: Well, I think there are still those bits, but I think they've been delineated in a way that makes sense because you can as a novice or as somebody who particularly um, the speed of Sonic appeals, and I think that's a lot of people, you can zip through the levels and you can do it largely without having to slow down or stop. There, There were some quite telling moments where you might get bounced off a spring into the air and... In the middle of the air, there was a gap, but the gap was uh, bridged by some enemies, and you'd bounce onto the enemies, and that would get you onto a higher ledge, and it had all been designed to keep you moving forward at pace. I do think that there there are options to slow down and to get methodical and to, to really sort of dig into the nooks and crannies of the stages and maybe try and get to higher or lower paths, but... For the almost the default, and there's probably more than one as well, for the default um, path through, the one that you sort of funnel towards without trying too hard, that one's a, a super speedy, nippy run. Mm-hmm. And I appreciated that, and I enjoyed a lot of that. It does come with the drawback of, to some extent, it feels at times like the game's playing itself or half playing itself. And that isn't ideal. And I think that the solutions that they've come up with in the past, which you've alluded to, the idea of these surprise attacks by the developer, where there's some spikes that suddenly pop up, or you get bounced into a a spring that will send you backwards, or there's an enemy that's in the wrong place. All of those aren't very good solutions, and I don't really know what the solution is. And I don't know if there is an effective one that is worth interrupting the player's flow, because the flow was what I was enjoying so yeah it, it's a it's a difficult problem to try and solve that
1: one thing that they did do which maybe goes somewhere to alleviate that is is that there are a lot of paths through the levels so there is the default fast path as you said are. but in, in in sonic games before that we've probably talked about this you've got the high path and the low path and the high path is the quick path and the low path is the slow, slow path this feels like there's almost like five paths that are kind of intertwining and like you said you can kind of be on one path and then you suddenly on another path and that was the same as classic sonic as well but it feels the levels feel a lot grander in their scope
0: the levels are massive i think it's worth saying that actually the levels feel long and they feel ranging and, and dense. as you say i wouldn't even necessarily be able to count all the paths no let alone find my way through them so yeah that was that was something and i think that's to its benefit as well or to its credit as well it is potentially a game that will reward you for exploration it will require you to slow down but i think there is a trade-off there and it's it, rather than it being forced on you there is natural choice that the player can make you either mm-hmm. go fast or you slow down um and there's a reason to slow down because you'll get to know the level better
1: and there's a lot of spectacle. Something we commented on Sonic Advance a couple of weeks ago with the environmental things that are linked into whatever zone you're in. That that carries through into this as well. And there's there's a lot of moments that's like, wow, that's cool, or wow, that's that's very impressive.
0: Yeah, one of the things that you were talking about while we were playing was the critical reception and how certain levels or, or zones, sorry, weren't particularly well received. And what one of the ones that you said, Studiopolis, which is the, I. I uh, the uh, like stu- TV studio one.
1: Broad, broadly speaking, if I remember rightly, the the new zones were the ones that people sort of were, were a bit bit dubious about, or a bit down on, and. Um, press garden i thought first time i played through that i wasn't particularly here on it actually played through again tonight I, I enjoyed it a lot more but studiopolis i think is it's really fun it, it's yeah. I, I think i said in the first half it, it's the it's the same as carnival nights and casino nights from sonic 3 and sonic 2 respectively but it's a tv themed version of that and some of the things that happen the little the little beats within yeah. that it, it's it's really really fun it, it's it's I, casino nights and carnival nights are seen as being really really good zones and pe- ones that people highlighters being quintessential sonic you're you bouncing around and whatever i never really enjoyed those levels particularly whereas studiopolis has some of that but it's not the be-all and end-all and i think it's the best version of that type of sonic level
0: yep i think studiopolis was standout and i also think that press garden was standout maybe for two different reasons or, or for a few different reasons um the stage or zone that i hated the most or or not necessarily hated that's too strong for for what i experienced today but the one that i liked the least was the one that i think people think of when they think sonic the hedgehog and that is and that is chemical plant zone i think that as much as they've improved it because it is genuinely improved and you could see where it's like bowing to the fans and what people would want case in point The water, or the chemicals, the the pink stuff in the first act, they constantly were draining it away. So, like, you'd have these very small sections where you were under water and you were in peril, but then it would drain away, and and you wouldn't see it half as much as you did in the original *Son of the Hedgehog* two. And then, secondly, the the whole second act was uh built around these syringes that would change the pink stuff into this blue or green stuff and that was bouncy and fun so they they clearly understood actually the thing that people hated or the thing that drove people up the wall about chemical plant will will subvert that for this second act um when it comes to the new stages uh and in particular if we focus on studiopolis and uh press garden the thing is i really enjoyed those and you've again you've sort of highlighted one of the reasons at least one of the reasons is because of the novelty the constant novelty that was um at play certainly in studiopolis but actually i think it's one of the strengths of the game in general you're constantly being given these things these elements and none of them stick around for very long but they they make an impression and they're strung together in such a way that you're constantly being given this new thing new thing new thing and some of them are callbacks to the old games but then other ones are completely new to the uh new to the franchise and all of them the way that they've been strung out uh just feel really uh just be really satisfying and like rewards constant rewards
1: well you ended up in a before the the boss of i think the second act of studiopolis you said oh really like the bingo area and i'd managed to bypass that completely and it was this whole sequence that you said was was really cool and that the novelty of that and i just skipped it and then equally there's the against studiopolis there's these popcorn makers you end up in that, that say that say sega sonic the hedgehog which was the arcade or some sort of arcade game that that had sonic in and um, I'll, I'll talk about that a bit later on with the extra characters that are added for Sonic Mania Plus. The,
0: the popcorn machine was actually, actually, the name on the popcorn machine in the game was the arcade game that also had a popcorn <laughs> maker incorporated into it. Brilliant. So that was one of the things that I read about in preparation for today. It was in Japanese arcades only, right. and you could get microwave popcorn from the machine you were playing Sonic the Hedgehog on.
1: So it's a deep cut reference, but then it's also yeah. then being put in this game as a as something to, to, to use as an interact with. Yeah.
0: Exactly. The the bingo machine, it was exactly as it sounds. You went into the bingo uh, tumbler like the lottery and you picked four balls and the balls would have numbers on, um, or multipliers, and then the multiple of those four balls, you got in rings after right. you were finished in the in the um in the bingo
1: machine. Yeah, I don't know so, that at all from any of the times I've played through this game.
0: No. Well, there are novelties like that all the way through, not just Studiopolis, but every single stage, I feel. Um, Press Garden, I, that was the moment that I sort of came to the other realisation. And that it, it, it was that there is a coherent um, approach to each zone. And the way they've designed it, both aesthetically and level design-wise all lends itself into it uh, all lends itself towards this coherent approach you press garden is a really good example because there are both gameplay elements and design elements that that feed into this whole idea of this ruined printing press mm-hmm. that also is a garden like it's got this really ornate architecture with also these quite mechanical elements um in it and there's there's the newspapers whizzing in the background as well it all it all comes together very very well um to create this impression of a derelict dilapidated abandoned factory
1: which then the second act you then emerge from and it's then outside and you've got these beautiful almost like bonsai trees and then there's there's these fluttering past on the wind in the foreground and in the background and it's it's quite stunning
0: it's not even just aesthetics though it's not the it's not the v- visual there are things that are incorporated coherently into gameplay so the in in that stage there were these very big broad uh, barrels cylinders that you could run around in a 3d uh way and they they looked very uh, chunky and fact factory like mm-hmm. and there were also um some bouncy conveyor belts that you could uh use to navigate around the stage so it was, it was both gameplay elements and design elements come together in a really satisfying and effective way.
1: And, and one thing this did, it, that coherence again, we, we touched on this a, a couple of times with Sonic games as well, was that sense of it being one journey. So as you finished one zone, like for example, the end of Green Hill zone, uh, the, the boss at the end of that, rather than being something really simple, was the very last boss from Sonic 2 that you have to d- defeat with no rings the uh, robotnik Eggman in the giant suit. And it's a pretty easy version of that, but I like the juxtaposition there of Green Hill Zone, fight- Sonic 1, fighting the very last boss from Sonic 2, which is really, really hard. Yep. But once you defeat that boss, you then jump down a hole. And then you see the journey they take on to get to the next zone, and it's that sense of the zones being adjacent to each other, and the fact they go on this big journey. It's something they do in Sonic Three, and then Sonic and Knuckles, and then when you put the two together mm. as well, it's been done a few Sonic games since. But I, I, I like the idea of it feeling like one one whole. It's a
0: journey. It's an odyssey. Yeah, yeah, I, I agree. I think that the way that they've stitched them together, it's it it's um, slight enough that it doesn't invade the game. Yeah too much and it's also just enough to tell a story of this journey um i also think one of the things that you just touched on um bosses and the way that they've riffed on bosses well actually i said that i didn't like chemical plant zone here particularly didn't really care for it thought it was a bit mundane compared to the rest of what was being offered its boss is both the one of the most interesting entries and one of the least interesting entries, in so much as it's Mean Bean Machine. It's the um, it's the game Mean Bean Machine incorporated as a boss. You actually play Mean Bean Machine against Robotnik, and if he wins, then you lose, and if if you win, he loses, and you continue on in the game. So yeah, it's a it was a cool little nod to the fans. Um, it was also a nice kind of breather between yeah. being between bosses like it was nice to not actually get the same old formula um but at the same time it is uh, mean being machine it's not my favorite puzzle game um so so there's that but i, I still I really, on, on balance really liked seeing it
1: i really like Mean Bean machine so that the first time i gone to that boss i was absolutely ecstatic just like it was such hmm. a cool little reference and then also fact on them playing mean Beam machine within a sonic game against Robotnik. it was it was just layers upon layers of of, of fun yeah good the boss design extends throughout the rest of the levels there are 12 levels in total um going across sonic 1 2 3 and cd i don't think there's any from any subsequent games but it was nice Mm. to have sonic cd referenced in there as well i have a couple of zones from that as well because it sometimes does get overlooked as being a non-mega drive game but the the bosses throughout it were were just they, they were references to, to past sonic games sometimes but a lot of the time it was new there, there were new stuff and studiopolis um, we talked about already but the the boss at the end of that was uh, you're in a tv studio and it's it's a weather mm. report and the character that's presenting the weather report is a, a bad nick from sonic 3 that used that blow a uh, blue wind at you to kind of make you come back uh, go backwards in the stage so that would make sense for that character to be presenting mm. the, the weather report but when it gives the weather report depending on what symbol comes up then depends on what happens so if a rain cloud appears then these little rain clouds appear that are raining down on you and and i thought that was just it was so inventive and so much fun to play through
0: yep yeah where did you get to
1: so, well, I was dipping in and out of the game in different modes because because I got the Sonic Mania Plus version on the Switch. It then yeah. unlocks, as I said in the first half, its DLC is the Encore mode, and it's never explained in the game what Encore mode is, and I couldn't quite remember, so I had to, to do a bit of Googling. Encore mode was this whole extra mode put into the game. It starts off with Angel Island. It's just the first act of Angel Island, and I think a little bit, there's either way, but both acts are very, very small, I think, and it's... The same 12 zones, 12 levels, sorry, 12 zones, as in um, Sonic Mania, but they're sort of apparently like the, the color part is different, but then there's also a little tweaks within the levels to, to keep a bit of a challenge. Um, it, it introduces two new characters. So you've got Ray the Flying Squirrel and Mighty the Armadillo, who both appeared in Sega Sonic the Hedgehog, which was an arcade game in Japan, which I'm not sure if it got canceled or not. It was one that you controlled with it. It had a tracker ball. And it was like a, like a 3D one, a bit like Sonic 3D Blast on the Mega Drive. Yeah. And they appeared in that. And because they're sort of, I'm, I'm 99% sure the game got cancelled. And the reason they're then in Sonic Mania is because I think it's, they were kind of, you know, like Sonic's forgotten friends almost. Mm. And they both have different movesets as well. So you've obviously got, in the main game, got Sonic, Tails and Knuckles, who all control the same as they did back in the classic games ray is a flying squirrel so he has this mechanic where you i think you hold the flying uh, the jump button and then he flies and you have to control it by tapping left or right to make him go up and down up and down it's apparently inspired by the hang glider in sonic 2 on the master system or game gear which when we played it back in whichever episode that was it was quite fiddly i didn't really enjoy ray because that i found him a bit of a pain to control Mm. Then mighty is an armadillo he's got his thick skin which means there's nice bits where when you jump on spikes, he then does this animation where he jumps straight off and it's not hurting because of his thick skin. He then also has this move where when you tap jump twice, he does this like a ground pound that then goes straight through if the rock underneath is a bit softer or something. So it's that, is that strength character, a bit like Knuckles, but yeah, but um, more ground-based. What encore mode does as well... You play through these redone versions of the 12 levels that are in Sonic Mania, but you have this like tag team thing. So you've got the characters and you you unlock them as you go through. And if you're playing as Sonic, uh, you might be, have Sonic followed by Ray or Knuckles or whoever. If you then die, Knuckles then becomes the character you're playing as and then he might be followed by Mighty. And it's all about getting your character's in the bottom left corner of the screen your you ducks in a row so you know that if you die you've got someone to fall back on and if you've mm. got let's say knuckles and mighty you can switch between the two characters so you can have mighty the character you're playing as depending on what area you're in or if you want to play as one of the other ones as well um it was quite fun to play through i i, I can't say i really noticed much difference in the levels between the main mania mode and the encore mode but it's it's nice as an option so That was was the game I was playing. To answer your question, what I was doing, I was playing through because I had the. (laughs) Because I had. (laughs) Yeah, that question. I I had a. On the the Switch, I've got two saves where the game's completed in both of them. So that means I can then choose which level to play through. So what I was doing is I was dipping into levels between the Mania mode and the Encore mode just to kind of go through Mm. a bit. So I, I think I played through the first four levels in. Mania mode, and then I play through the next few in encore. then went back to mania mode. I wasn't playing through the same level in each to, to compare differences. I was just kind of going through like that. so uh all,
0: all I was getting at is um I got to press Garden. Right. Uh, what was after Press Garden?
1: So Press Garden, there were about I four, finished Press Garden. four or five after that. Um, oil Ocean, Lava Reef. There's one from Sonic CD. There uh, is Stardust,
0: Watch do you S- recall? Stardust it? Speedway after... from Sonic CD as well. So um, I actually got there. I got to Stardust right. Speedway. I think I did Act 1 of Stardust Speedway. Then it was what? Something, uh, Oil Ocean?
1: Oil Ocean, Lava Reef. Maybe not in this order. There's one from Sonic CD. Um. Uh, so, Mighty... Something. Metallic. Metallic Madness.
0: Metallic Madness, something like that. Um,
1: and then Ty- Titan Monarch, which is the very last level of the game, which is yeah. like, almost like Robotnik, like Space Station or something. I, I, that's a new one as well. I went into that one and played that for a bit, and that was very cool, to be fair. Cool. There's also lots of fan service in, in the actual bonus stages. You've got the, there's the Blue Sphere stage. Uh yeah. there's, <laughs> there's the special stage from Sonic CD where you're chasing a UFO.
0: That's good. That's all right. It really is pretty good. So, yeah. Um, they should and then stuck to that.
1: Another thing I liked was the fact you have different movesets in in Mania mode. I didn't actually look in Encore mode, but I, I presume it's the same. So, Sonic, you could have the moveset from Sonic CD, the moveset from Sonic 3 and Knuckles, and the moveset from Sonic Mania um, yeah. with slight differences. So, Sonic CD, you had the peel out move, which is where the the dash or spin attack is where you hold down and rev him up the peel out is where you hold up and rev him up and he's standing still on the spot and his leg goes like a, an eight and then you let go and he just blasts off yeah Sonic Three and Knuckles you have the the move where when you press jump twice it has that brief shield around him, which I really like as a, as a move just for that extra bit of safety it gives you and then Sonic Mania has the drop dash attack which I I'd never actually understood that I didn't realize this the, what it was so i had to google that as well the drop dash attack is when you're in the air if you hold down jump again when sonic falls down he's instantly curled up into a ball and will zoom off in whichever direction you're currently traveling in so it just it makes the levels again we talked about the speed you blast through them it makes it a lot easier to zip through them because you've not got those static moments you, if you're in mid-air you know that instantly when you hit the ground you're going to be off zooming again so that was a really cool addition as well
0: yeah so overall i think you asked. I think you asked me before we came back if I knew what I was going to say, and I said, uh, "It's fine." And you, you were a bit flabbergasted. But actually, I, I'm going to actually kind of say that. Like I have been saying, I've told you what I think I like about it. The package overall, especially for somebody who is into Sonic, who grew up with Sonic, who has the feels for Sonic, this is a stellar offering like this is unbelievably high quality like it's just superb just really well thought through really well put together package for me not being that um person it's not it's it's not made for me i i'm not really a sonic person i'm not a sonic fan yeah and Despite that, I still found some things to enjoy about it, and I think that that speaks volumes. So I'm not necessarily here to... I'm going to say something that people might take issue with, but I'm not really here to tell you that it's an amazing game. But I am here to tell you that it is probably about as good as Sonic has ever been able to offer, and possibly, given the outcome of them having made this... Um, possibly the best that sonic will ever offer
1: yeah because it, it did really well like it sold by well, if i remember correctly it yeah was it was really did real, good. well received by fans and yeah we're now in 2023 so it's said like 2017 it came out so five and a half yep. years later and there's just nothing of a sequel i think actually mania 2 that, was in
0: production mania 2 was being developed it. yes they did yeah. yeah and that's what i was uh, alluding to i don't think we're going to get a follow-up from uh Why? this team
1: why did because they cancel it? I don't.
0: I honestly don't know. I don't know. Sega don't want to be shown up. Is was my cynical, right? Um, yeah, possibly. view of it. But at the same time, why? If that was the case, if that was truly the case, why would they have been even bothered to bring all these people together and to get them to work on a Sonic game in the first place? I, unless they, again, cynically thinking thought we'll let them do it and then we'll do our better version of Sonic Forces and blow them out of the water and then it all went tits up. Yeah. But yeah, I, ju- I really don't understand why when they brought brought something together it, like this, why they haven't been given the opportunity to, to follow
1: it up. Well, actually, that tells that t- nicely into... Uh, we were talking while we were playing as well about uh, Mario Odyssey 2 and about how there's been yeah. some rumblings this week about uh, potential sequels that people miss well not misreading, but um people clutching onto an email from Nintendo about yeah, uh, you know yeah hopeful exactly and the fact that you yeah, know we have talked about this before the fact that it's a really surprise that hasn't had a sequel. But actually while we were playing I remembered you said about you and I talking about Sonic Mania back in the summer of twenty seventeen when it came out and there's an article there was an article at the time sorrow on Kotaku that was really interesting how it, it compared. Between Odyssey and We'll put I the sent link in you that article
0: because we yeah, were having I a conversation about where uh, Mario and Sonic and the age old rivalry between the two and how actually Nintendo dealt with its nostalgia um, yeah. problem and turned it into a strength. Whereas Sega never really did take that bull by the horns and tried to, to, to kind of tried, I think, with 3D Sonics to... Shoe it to one side and treat it as a separate entity and they'd occasionally put out the gems collection or the yeah. mega collection or whatever and they it existed but it was very it was a very sealed unit that just existed in and of itself as opposed to being incorporated into what what existed now and they still they tried once with generations didn't they yes. and that was a bit of a a flop um and then they came very close to treating it the way it should be treated or the best way that it could be treated, with Sonic Mania. But they fumbled that again.
1: We'll, we'll put the link um, in the description so you can have a read of it. But essentially what the article did was a it good compared, compared Sonic Mania and Mario Odyssey as both nostalgia, um, sort of how they're treating those characters. And the example it gave that I still remember really clearly because it's completely right, was that Mario Odyssey did away with the live system. The fact that if you die, you've got, mm. if you've got more than 10 coins, you just have 10 coins taken off and that's that. And it, it's done to to kind of you know in 2017 2023 whenever you're playing it it like t- lives don't matter anymore that that's that's a very like outdated Antiquated. kind of, yeah whereas Sonic Mania you still got the life system it, it, it the way Sonic Mania is built around it had to get 100 rings to get a life it, it, it's exactly as it was now that's Sonic Mania that's because that's Sonic Mania that's its shtick it, it is doing that but the point of the article was saying that maybe they could have done something a bit different that could they have done something like Mario Odyssey where I don't know if you've got 50 rings and if you died then just have 50 rings taken away or something so it's an interesting comparison and an interesting read.
0: It was a broad they were making a broader point, I think, yeah. than simply the license. Oh yeah, system, that was just one that, it, that I remember. Yeah, Sonic Sonic just has never been able to break out of its mould and then be successful. Whereas I think Mario has um evolved with the industry and moved forward and actually moved the industry forward in uh, points as well. Um but I, I agree, an interesting article and one worth uh putting in front of more people. So,
1: Unlike well, Sonic games. <laughs> well, I, I thought it was an absolute delight. And I really enjoy playing it So to, uh, I'm glad. So, uh, so thank you very much. Yeah, I, I've I played it, I think, since probably the summer of 2018 when I, I blasted through it. So it's nice to go back and uh, it's, it still holds up.
0: Do you think you'll play it some more? Uh, no.
1: You, you and I both know the answer to that. <laughs> yeah, I just like asking. <laughs> <laughs> so... That's it, Sonic Mario month done for another year. We're we'll back to a, um my game next week and something not nothing to do with Sonic or Mario. Um, what what's a way to end episode one hundred and forty as well?
0: Yeah, I mean there was no other way to end it. We had to. I don't know, really know what you mean. So I well we, so, well,
1: we yeah y- you could have brought I don't know um, Sonic Triple Trouble or Sonic Drift Racing on the oh, Game oh, Gear yeah, and then, okay. then, you, then you could have spent an episode. going, Ugh. So you, you did good.
0: Yeah. Okay. Good. Yeah. There was only really one option for me. I think this is, as I say, I think it's maybe where it's the beginning, and the end of Sonic.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, fair. Um, yep, hey, Ashley, cool. if um, if you're enjoying this podcast and you wanted to uh, to to find out more or uh, or you know follow us on social media, where where would you go?
0: MySpace. No, I'd no. go MySpace. Yeah, no. I would.
1: Why? Where would, would you go? uh well i was i'd I was go all
0: friends reunited i'd go friends reunite ancestry.com i'd go to ancestry.com
1: see <laughs> like, if our podcast like, related
0: to any other podcasts
1: isn't even a social media come on
0: it is, is oh uh next door i'd go there
1: what's that one
0: hyper local community uh social media isn't it right. linkedin i would go to linkedin you're confusing the issue the corporate the corporate stop it side of social media
1: well i would go Why, to, where would you go i'd go to facebook twitter instagram or youtube of course yeah uh,
0: well i i'll be honest i think we're about as active on those places as we are on all the ones that i listed <laughs> so you know up well, to you i'd go well, linkedin
1: if if i was listening and i fancy going on one of those then uh that'd be a, that'd be a good thing to do I, i'm just saying
0: all right but thanks for I saying start. And thanks to everyone for sticking to to the very end. If you're listening to this, then you're a better person than I am because I would have banged (laughs) out with that nonsense. Uh, We'll see you next week. Bye. Bye.